Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Transformers Reanimated. And this time we're going to be reading the RC Activation, issue number 19. And with me always, Greg, how you doing? I'm good. I'm here again. I missed the last one, but I'm here. <laughs> I missed the uh, cliff jumper cliffhanger, but uh, everyone missed that one. It's okay. It's all right because I know what happens. And uh, joining us is Toby. Greetings. How are you, sir? I'm good. Happy New Year to you. Yep. All two of them. <laughs> Alpha Magnus in the flesh, baby. <laughs> and uh, joining us for the first time is Jessica. How are you doing, Jess? I'm doing great. How's it going, everyone? Happy to be here. Well, we're excited to have you. Thanks for filling out this uh, very important role, or should I say roles for us today. <laughs> um, and uh, it's good having you on. Thanks. Yeah, excited to be here and living up to my namesake, so or trying to. Now, you're, if for anyone that doesn't know, I guess we should probably, I mean, probably everybody does, but if, if they don't, uh, you are a massive fan of Alita One, yes? That is the understatement of the year, but yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we thought. Wow, she features heavily in the script. So we're like, well, who we, we got to get you on to, uh, to, yeah, avoid, to get a chance to, to be Alita One, I guess, even if it's just on our terrible little script reading podcast. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll take it and I'm excited to be here. So, and <laughs> flattered you thought of me. So, thanks. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see how if you say that at the end. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if you say that at the end. <laughs> My God. <laughs> so, Greg, you took uh, you took the lead on this script, and you came up with an awesome title, "The RC Activation." I absolutely mm -hmm. love that. And uh, uh, we also got uh, a fan artist Rob Cantu to do the cover for us, and uh, fan favorite Josh Burcham to color the cover which uh, has been very popular. I think it's uh, one of our most popular covers we've released, if not the most popular. Yeah, I, I think the fact that, because in the in the old, the G1 cartoon, we didn't see, uh, well, RC, for instance, is literally a, appears in the movie. And then obviously she's in season three, but like seasons, as far as seasons one and two goes, like the female Autobots are in like one episode. So and right three or four of them are sort of just you know blink and you'll miss it kind of cameos like look there's another one there's a couple more it's not they don't say anything they don't sort of do anything they're just extras in the background essentially and then i guess there is the reveal later when they do the flashback with the whole orion pax thing and stuff where it's like like ariel is is going to be rebuilt into a leader one but then that's sort of it you never they never followed up on them. They never, uh, you know, you never find out what happened to them or, or where they went or, or anything at all. Uh, so I think as far as like the cover goes, having having those like the season two, essentially like female Autobots with RC all on the cover, I, I think that's not really something that gets promoted a lot. So I think that might be why people were like, oh, look at this. Plus, there's the sort of sneaky little like sinister motif going on as well. If you look closer at the cover, which is part of the story, obviously, that we're going to read. So. That's right. 
And I just want to check with you, Toby and Jesse, if you guys had anything you wanted to add about the cover. Um, I, I actually, this, I, it is well, the reason why it, it, it draws artistically uh, is the, um, the colors. That's honestly the whole reason why people go at it. It's a rainbow. Uh, so you put a bunch of colors on a page. It's a lot more interesting than just, oh, hey, there's a red, white, and blue optimus again. Yeah, that's right. true. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's also just like so refreshing to see, uh, as you said, like all the G1 fembots in one place with RC because we actually don't get to see all of them together <laughs> ever. No, that's right. And even in like the like IDW1, if that's what we call it, um, you know, I know they eventually brought in characters like Lancer and Greenlight and stuff like that when they were doing like different Cybertronian colonies and stuff like that. But you, even then, you never saw them all together. So mm -hmm. I think Nancy was the only female anything that showed up later on, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Season three. Junkions or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I, I think uh, Rob did a real good job on that one. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, if you look at their shadows, there is some uh, sinister undertones there, which is pretty cool, which he, which we sort of mm -hmm. said, oh, we were thinking about this. Do you think it'll work? And he, and he did it and he nailed it. It was exactly what, what we were after. So that's the thing too. Uh, that was always part of the, it's not like we had a mission statement, but that was always kind of the, part of the thing for Transformers Reanimated was like, yeah, we're filling in the gaps between, you know, what would have been 1985 in the show universe time and 2005. But we also wanted to like showcase a bunch of characters that either didn't get a lot of um, of the spotlight or as as we've done in other scripts like characters that were never used or toys that were never used you know things like that so almost like uh someone else took that idea with uh with a he-man show and did the same thing yeah <laughs> yeah but we were up front about what our show uh, what That's our comic what, yeah. <laughs> yeah. in the year 2005 yeah a bunch of toys sold already, so we're selling new ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, two issue. This is issue nineteen. Obviously, it's been out for a year now, but like two issues later, in issue twenty-one, you get the monster bots and the omnibots, you know, and Nightbeat and people like that. So I mean, that that's kind of an example of of we were able to be like well they were never in the show which means you don't have to not only do you not have to apply like continuity to them like where do they end up that kind of thing like you can't kill um jazz for instance in an issue because he's in the movie you know obviously um jazz don't stop that's right and uh <laughs> and things like that but there are certain characters that aren't in the movie and they aren't in season three like sideswipe and red alert and hoist and those guys so like what happened to them but the fact that I wanted to bring in, and when I mentioned to Yoshi, he was all for it. I wanted to bring in characters and toys that they never used, and the re and and then give a reason as to why they're not around. Not not, not that they all get killed off or anything like that, but just the fact that in the course of twenty years, you know, you think of twenty years of your life, people come and go and and move away and 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 get new jobs and, and you know things like that so we wanted to do stuff so there are characters that sort of pop in and pop out and they go back off on their own adventures and stuff so but yeah monster bots omnibots you know we brought piranicon into it we've been working on a script that uh brings in like pretender shells and all that kind of stuff so yeah there's heaps of 
heaps of cool stuff still to come as well as filling in the gaps you know between the 20 years so and the female the female autobots are are in that same category you know what i mean that uh that issue with the pretenders should be like brass and pocket is the name of it yeah (laughs) (laughs) that'd be awesome (laughs) it's just uh, star screaming his pretender show playing bass on the cover All right, if everyone's ready, we'll jump on in. Do it. Let's do this. Okay. Uh, can I can I just say as well, we yeah, as far on behalf of myself and Yoshi and Toby, any female voices that we have to do, we'll just apologize now. <laughs> we can't we can't let uh, Jessica do seven voices just because her, she won't have a voice left otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is for my benefit. So thank you, guys. Alrighty. Page one, panel one. Exterior. A Decepticon munitions factory. Cybertron. Night. Caption. Cybertron. Splash panel. A bevy of female Autobots, Moonracer, Chromia, Firestar, and Greenlight attack a Decepticon compound. Chromia and Firestar have blasted two unrecognizable Decepticons while Moonracer shoots it up into the sky at a trio of Tetrajet Seekers, Hotlink, Bitstream, and Nacelle. In the foreground and holding her laser blaster high, Alita One turns to look over her shoulder while pointing toward the Decepticon compound. Alita One. Move, move, move. Don't give them an inch. We've got to get this done fast if we're to stand a chance. Panel two, Firestar mows down two more genericons with her blaster as Chromia plants what looks like a bomb against the side of the compound's wall. Firestar, don't worry, Alita One, we're all over this. Chromia. We sure are. In half an astral minute, this place is going to be nothing but a pile of silicon cylinders. If you're wondering what just happened, listen. Romeo's <laughs> a strong woman. Don't even get around it. You can't have Alpha Magnus on a podcast and not have Macho Man Randy Savage. So yeah, it's the Macho Man. It's the Macho Chromia. <laughs> Ain't nothing macho here. That's, that's all estrogen. <laughs> what have we done? Yeah. <laughs> If you've not watched, if you've not watched the South Park episode, "Strong Woman," do that. <laughs> Panel three. Alita One looks up to see four more Seekers: Sunstorm, Ionstorm, Acidstorm, and Nova Storm. They join the Cell, Bitstream, and Hotlink's formation in the sky above. Alita One. I hope you're right, Chromia, because we've got even more incoming Decepticons. Hit the fuse. Panel four. Now, all in their vehicle modes, Alita One leads Chromia, Firestar, Moonracer, and Greenlight into the foreground and away from the Decepticon compound as it explodes in the distance. The detonation sends the Seekers scrambling to escape its blast radius. Alita One. And follow me. Page two, panel one, exterior, Decepticon headquarters, night. Caption, later. Still in their Tetrajet modes, all six Seekers approach Decepticon headquarters, its its domed base 
and protruding tower appear just on the horizon. Bitstream. Oh, do we have a bitstream? I'll do bitstream. It's me. It's, it's me. you, is it? Yeah. It's me. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Let's get this over with. Nacelle. Yeah. After that last battle, I don't think the boss is going to be too happy. <laughs> Good to have you, Bill. <laughs> Panel two, interior, inside Decepticon headquarters. From behind, Shockwave watches Ion Storm, Acid Storm, and Nacelle transform to join Bitstream and Nova Storm in robot mode and land before him. Both Sunstorm and Hotlink remain in Tetrajet mode as they fly in through the base's rooftop aperture. Acid Storm. Happy? Is he ever happy? Shockwave. Happiness is an emotion. Acid Storm and emotions are illogical, especially today. Panel 3. Hero shot of Shockwave. He lifts his gun hand into frame while making a fist with his other. Behind him stands two more Seekers, Red Wing and Blackout. Shockwave. Yet again, Elita One and her Autobot squadron have defeated us. The destruction of that munitions compound will set back our progress for decacycles. Panel 4. Hot Link and Sunstorm watch as Shockwave descends down a spiral stairwell, heading into what looks like some kind of basement-level laboratory. Hot Link. They're just too crafty, Shockwave. Sunstorm. Yeah, not to mention how loyal Alita One's squad is. They'd follow her anywhere. Shockwave. Indeed. It is only a matter of time before they rendezvous with the other local Autobot factions and strengthen their Cybertron forces, which only leaves one possible conclusion. Panel 5. Interior. Shockwave's Laboratory. Inside his scientific lair, Shockwave stands before a pod-like chamber sealed down the center and decorated by several computerized status readouts. Both Hotlink and Sunstorm's face peer down from the top of the spiral, st spiral stairwell. Shockwave. Alita One's defeat must come from within, from one of her own. Panel 5. From behind, Shockwave stands before the now-open pod, revealing a dormant, lavender-colored RC. Shockwave. It is time to activate RC. Page 3, Panel 1, Exterior, The Roads of Cybertron, Night. An overhead electron storm rains down on the vehicular forms of Alita One and her squad as they approach a meager little dwelling, a defunct radio transmissions hut. Moonracer. Whoa, that electron storm means business. That was really good. Thanks. Firestar. I agree, Moonracer. Let's get inside quick before it extinguishes us all. Ah, get it. <laughs> <laughs> Why star? She said extinguish. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> On your embers, Firestar. It's only a little storm. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> Alita one. Chromie is right. Besides, 
Panel two, interior, inside the hut. Now in robot mode, Alita One, Chromia, and Firestar enter through a tiny doorway to the left of frame. Its interior is indeed empty and deserted. However, what looks like a working elevator can be seen in the far right corner of the panel. Note, a small light between the elevator door should attract the reader towards it. Alita One. We're home. Panel three, interior, the elevator. Alita One stands in the foreground. Firestar, Chromia, Moonracer, and Greenlight all remain behind her. Greenlight. Ah, uh, I miss our old base. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hear you, green light. It'll be better when we get back to using the one that isn't hidden beneath an old transmissions hood. Alita One. Take it easy, Chromia. After Shockwave destroyed it, discovered and destroyed our last HQ, we have to make do with what we have. Panel four, interior. Alita One's underground bunker control room. The elevator doors open, allowing the cheerful group of female Autobots into their subterranean dwelling. A quaint blue-colored and almost run-down version of the Autobot arc, complete with what appears to be the shell of a well-mounted Teletran computer. On the floor below the computer, diligently toiling like a mechanic beneath a car, with a mass of wires, circuits, and other such computer innards strewn all around her, Lancer looks back to see her fellow squad members have returned. Alita One. That is, unless Lancer has anything to say about it. <laughs> Firestar. Ha! Lancer. Am I doing the old Tommy War voice, or am I doing Pacifica? Do yes. it. All right. Oh, you're back. I've been trying to get the communication systems up and running, but the electron storm is doing a real number on our satellite streams. <laughs> That's, there you go. Well, World War Timey Lancer. It's what we asked for, and we're <laughs> sticking to it. All right. <laughs> my, my apologies to the families of Lancer. That's <laughs> the cat's pajamas. Panel <laughs> yeah. five. Hope etched across her expression, Alita One faces a now standing Lancer. Firestar appears over Alita One's shoulder. Alita One. The communication systems. Did we receive a transmission? Was it Optimus? Lancer. No, not from Prime. From an unknown local source. Our teletran unit couldn't decode the message properly. What with the storm. And then, well, everything just shut down. Firestar. See? I knew these electron storms were trouble. Panel six. Alita one turns back to the rest of her squad as Lancer returns to work beneath the computer terminal. Alita one. Well, keep at it, Lancer. That transmission may have been from one of the other Cybertronian-bound Autobot factions. If it was, we have to be able to contact them again. Firestar. You're right. Chromia. Yeah, at this stage, we can use all the help we can get. Shockwave isn't going to stop until we're all turbine toast. Panel 7. Small insert panel. Close on Alita 1. Alita 1. I agree, Chromia. Who knows what that one-eyed logic machine will cook up next. Page 4. Panel 1. Exterior. Decepticon headquarters. Night. Caption. Several hours later. 
As always, the Decepticon base stands amidst a sea of battered buildings. Shockwave captioned. This is it. This is the weapon that will finally rid us of Elita One and her accursed female warriors. Panel two, interior, inside Decepticon headquarters. Splash panel from above. Beside Shockwave, RC stands at attention within a circle of nine seekers. Ion Storm, Sunstorm, Bitstream, Acid Storm, Hotlink, Red Wing, Blackout, Nacelle, and Nova Storm. RC's... <laughs> yeah, RC's te- eyes... Tetra, tetra Central. <laughs> RC's eyes now glow a bright Decepticon red as Shockwave issues her instructions. Despite this, she wears the Autobot badge on her chest. Shockwave. Do you understand your mission, RC? RC. Yes, Shockwave. I understand. I will obey. Panel three, close on RC's face. Her red eyes have become, have become blue. Shockwave off panel. Excellent. Then your programming is now complete. Panel four, RC has now turned away from Shockwave, moving toward the room's exit. Bitstream and Nova Storm watch her leave, while Sunstorm and Hotlink remain skeptical, both looking toward Shockwave with concern. Redwing. Are you sure about this, Shockwave? Sunstorm. Yeah, is this really gonna work? Shockwave. Of course. I have analyzed the data. Logic dictates that this is the best course of action. And after all... Panel 5, exterior, the roads of Cybertron night. With Decepticon headquarters on the horizon behind her, RC, in her vehicular mode, races away on an empty yet illuminated Cybertronian motorway. Shockwave captioned. Logic never fails. Page 5, panel 1, interior, underground bunker control room. Caption, another hour later. Alita 1 enters the bunker to find Lancer still working on the communications computer. Alita 1. Any luck with the communications, Lancer? Lancer. Actually, yes, now that the storm has passed, I think we might be back in business. So you just waited for it to fix itself. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Happened, double it. <laughs> yeah. You turned it off and turned it back on again. Yeah. That's what it did. That's the Australian way. She'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> Panel two. From behind, Alita One and Lancer are now joined by Chromia as all three gaze up at their Teletran-like data screen. Its digital imagery is fuzzy and distorted, seemingly attempting to connect with some kind, some other kind of communication source. Lancer. Power output is at 100% capacity. Signal is strong, getting stronger. Chromia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is really gonna... Panel three. <laughs> Sorry. It was just the it's most perfect opportunity for Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> Panel three. Alita one, Lancer, Chromia step back from the computer as an emergency message suddenly fills its view screen. Chromia. Work. Computer. Warning. 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 Alita 1. 
Lancer, what's going on? Lancer, it's the motorway monitoring system. It's set to alert us of any nearby Decepticon activity. Panel four, close on the computer's data screen, still in vehicle mode, RC appears to be under attack by Nacelle, Acid Storm, and Hotlink. The silhouettes of Alita One, Lancer, and Chromia fall across the computer's control panel. Lancer, off panel. Hey, Chromia, who is that? Chromia, off panel. I don't know, but she's under attack. Alita One. Yes, she certainly is. Under Decepticon attack. Panel five. Greenlight and Firestar have now joined Chromia and Lancer in the background as Alita One has moved to the foreground, pointing a commanding finger off into the distance. Alita One. Which means she needs our help. Lancer, stay here and monitor the comms in case our mystery caller makes contact. The rest of you, transform. Panel six. Exterior. The Roads of Cybertron Night. Once again, in their vehicle modes, Alita One's squad zooms into the front of frame and towards their rescue mission. Alita One leads the way, flanked by Greenlight and Chromia to her right. Moonracer remains on Alita One's left, while Firestar follows from behind. Alita One. And roll out! Hey, that had, hey. to, that had to feel good, surely. Oh, it did. I've been waiting my entire life. <laughs> Page six, panel one, exterior, a Cybertronian motorway, night. From above, in Tetrajet mode, Nacelle and Acid Storm fire null rays down towards RC's escaping vehicle mode. Both blasts strike the road either side of her. Acid Storm, careful, Nacelle, not too close. Nacelle. Hey, the boss said to make it look real, didn't he? panel two rc continues to flee from the attacking seekers overhead their null ray blasts pepper the road causing rc to swerve erratically to narrowly avoid the destruction or acid storm (laughs) real nice one nacelle run autobot run (laughs) Come! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Panel three. From even higher above, in his own Tetrajet mode, Hotlink cruises above the others, while RC can be seen on the road below. Off in the distance and coming over the horizon, Alita One and her team appears. Ion Storm. Enough with the games. Shockwave's plan is working. Here they come. Panel four. Alita One, Chromia, and Greenlight transform to fire their blasters up at the three Seekers, distracting their attention from the still-fleeing RC. Chromia. Uh-uh. Not so fast, Deceptibums. Greenlight. Yeah, try this on for size. Panel 5. RC transforms to robot mode but crashes to the ground in a heap while Firestar and Moonracer fire their blasters into the sky, striking both Nacelle and Acid Storm. Firestar. That's right. Moonracer. Not on our watch. Acid Storm. Ah! Panel 6. Nacelle, Ion Storm, and Hotlink retreat, flying off into the distance while Firestar 
Moonracer and Greenlight continue to fire toward them. In the foreground, Alita One helps RC to her feet while Chromia watches on with concern. Nacelle. There's too many of them. Hotlink. Uh, yeah. Let's get out of here. Firestar. Beat it, losers. Alita One. Are you all right? What's your name, soldier? RC. My name? It's... It's... Page seven, panel one. RC scratches her head as though trying to recall a distant memory. Alita One seems compassionate, while Chromia appears uneasy. RC. RC, that's it. My name is RC. Alita One. Nice to meet you, RC. My name is Alita One, and this is Chromia. Chromia. Yeah. <laughs> Panel two. RC turns behind her to look upon Firestar, Moonracer, and Greenlight, seemingly confused and bewildered. RC. And you, your Autobots, female Autobots. I thought I was the only one. Firestar. Not exactly. Moonracer. Where are you from, RC? Greenlight. And why were those Decepticons after ya? Was it the pot of gold? (laughs) (laughs) After me lucky chance. Did you find the rainbow? I was gonna say if there's not if there's not a cosplayer out there that is currently now working on like a Lucky Charms slash Squid squid game version of the green light. Like, get on it. <laughs> I, I, uh, I I actually think the Lucky Charms female Autobots would be a badass group. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I was designing for the uh, the last, the the one that was a combiner. I guess a combiner worse. I don't know. I was designing weapons and doing them as Lucky Charms. So that's actually kind of funny. That's cool. That's incredible. <laughs> Purple horseshoes, green channel. Yeah, like all their all their all their weapons were gonna be like, a, you know, heart yeah. stars, horseshoes, clovers, and balloons. It's a crossover with the Rainbow Bright. <laughs> Panel three again. RC appears confused, clutching both hands to her head as Alita One wraps a comforting arm around her soldiers, around her shoulders. <laughs> soldiers as Alita. Those are big arms. As Alita One wraps a comforting arm around her shoulders. RC. I don't remember. Alita One. Don't worry, RC. You're safe now. Come with us and we'll help you. Chromia. Alita, wait. How can we trust? Panel four. RC steps forward to excitedly clasp Alita One by her shoulders causing Chromia to move into the background. R.C. Wait, I remember now. I have plans, stolen plans, from Shockwave. Alita One. Shockwave. R.C. Yes, I managed to download a number of files from the Decepticon database into my cerebral cortex, but then Shockwave found me, sent his goons after me, and the download must have scrambled my memory circuits, because now I can't... I can't. Alita One. It's okay, RC. You're safe now. Come with us. Panel five. 
Chromia pushes past RC to confront Alita One, while Moonracer looks over Alita One's shoulder to add her support. Behind them all, Firestar points into the sky at, at a second gathering electron storm. Chromia. Come with us, Alita. We don't even know her. Alita One. Chromia, calm down. RC is in need, an Autobot in need. We have to help her. Moonracer. Yeah, and if she has information on what Shockwave is planning, we need that data. Firestar. Well, we'd better hurry. Look, another electron storm. Panel six. With the electron storm brewing in the skies above, Alita One leads her squad in a V formation, now cruising along the motorway, once again, all in their vehicle modes. Alita One. Exactly. Follow us, RC. We'll keep you safe from that purple Cyclops. Page eight, panel one, caption, even later still. Interior, Shockwave's laboratory. Shockwave stands before a view screen, awaiting some kind of visual connection as Nacelle and Acid Storm enter the lab. Shockwave. Well, I hope everything went to plan. Nacelle. Perfectly, boss. Acid Storm. Yeah, they bought it hook, line, and sinker. Panel two, close on Shockwave's face. Shockwave. Excellent. Then in a matter of moments, my new infiltration unit should be fully operational. Panel three. Nacelle moves towards Shockwave. Nacelle. If you don't mind me asking, boss, why exactly are you bothering with all this? Why create your own female Autobot infiltrator? Shockwave. Simple logic, Nacelle. Up until now, standard Decepticon tactics have fallen short. Thus, we must employ a strategy that is more than meets the eye. Classy. (laughs) (laughs) Slow applause. Yeah. (laughs) Panel four, Nacelle openly laughs, pointing towards Shockwave's face. Shockwave, however, fails to see the humor in the situation. Nacelle. Ha, ha, ha. The eye. I get it. Good one, boss. Ha, ha, ha. Shockwave. Your intended banter is irrelevant, Nacelle. Panel five. Nacelle and Acid Storm look on as Shockwave returns his focus to his view screen. It is now beginning to decode a transmission feed. Shockwave. These machinations have been in place for a millennia. But rest assured, when all is said and done, this plan will finally destroy the female Autobots. Panel 6. From behind Shockwave, as he looks upon his view screen through what appears to be RC's vision, Alita 1 and Chromia are seen on the monitor entering their base. Shockwave. Forever. Note, RC's point of view on the view screen should reveal several HUD graphics and data details displayed in the corners of her vision, similar to the Terminator. Page 9, Panel 1, Interior, Alita 1's Underground Bunker, The Med Lab. Caption, soon after. 
Inside a hospice suite within their underground base, R.C. sits on a gurney attended by Lancer as Alita One and Chromia look on. Lancer. Everything checks out. Despite some memory loss, all functions appear normal. It's like you've just skipped over the last four million years, R.C. Not sure how we'll get that Decepticon data out of your head, but give me some time and I'm sure I'll come up with something. As he pulls a scalpel out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the you, just, you, you just need figure a direct approach is the only thing that's going to work here <laughs> you just need more shots of morphine that'll do it <laughs> rc well that's a relief chromia arms folded in annoyance <laughs> panel two while rc watches from behind them alita one converses with lancer alita one when can we try again with the communication relay? Lancer. Not for a while, I'm afraid. This second electron storm is interfering with our comms just as badly as the first one did. Panel three. Alita one turns back to RC while Chromia remains unsure. Alita one. Then in that case, I suppose a tour is in order. Oh, unless you'd rather some more rest, RC. RC. Well, I am pretty tired. Chromia. A tour? Alita, wait. I'm still not convinced we should be revealing the inner workings of our operation to this stranger. Panel four. This time, Alita one confronts Chromia. Alita one. That is enough, Chromia. RC needs our help. Not to mention, the viable Decepticon data in her head could help us turn the tide in the war. Panel 5. Alita 1 points a finger at Chromia, who now has well and truly been put in her place. Alita 1. We need all the soldiers we can find, Chromia. RC can help us, and we will help her. Got it? Chromia. Yeah, Alita 1. Panel 6. Interior. The hallway. Chromia watches from the doorway as Alita One leads RC down the outer corridor. Alita One. Come, RC. Let me show you your new quarters. They're not much, but in time. I hope that they feel like home. Page 10, panel one, interior, RC's personal quarters. RC now sits on a recharge slab while a smiling Alita One stands in the doorway. RC. Oh, a good recharge is exactly what I need. Thank you, Alita One. Alita One. Don't mention it. You're one of us now. Relax, recharge, and I'll see you in a few astro hours, okay? I'm sure by tomorrow, Lancer will have con concocted a way of getting that Decepticon data out of your head. Panel two. The doors to her quarters close as RC lies down on her recharge slab. Now outside in the hallway, Alita One's waving hand can be seen between the decreasing gap in the door and their frame. R.C. I hope so. Alita One. Don't worry. Last Lancer is one of the best. Good night, R.C. Sleep tight. Panel three. <laughs> no, nobody waits and sees like Lancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's the best at waiting and seeing. Just you wait and see. Yeah, it's like, oh, by, hopefully by tomorrow something would have fixed itself and Lancer would just be like, look, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> I failed up into this position. Yeah. 
she's she's the she's the wheeljack counterpart. <laughs> Panel three, close on RC's face as she lies on her recharge slab. Panel four, still close on RC's face as her blue eyes once again become Decepticon red. Shockwave emanating from somewhere within RC's head. RC, do you read me? Panel five. R.C. sits upright like a zombie. R.C. Yes, Shockwave. I read you loud and clear. Shockwave. Wonderful. I see you have infiltrated the Autobot bunker. It is now time to, for phase two. Are you ready to comply? R.C. Immediately, sir. Panel six. Close on R.C.'s face. She smirks as her red eyes glow even brighter. R.C. It is only logical. I feel this is where we needed like the Terminator music, you know, like that, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Page 11, panel one, interior, Firestar's personal quarters, caption, half an astro hour later. Firestar sits up from her own recharge slab to see RC's silhouette standing in the doorway. Her red eyes shine out from the dark maniacally towards Firestar, like a spotlight. Firestar. Huh? What? RC? Panel two, close on RC's hand as she brandishes a weapon identical to Shockwave's G1 toy. Firestar, off panel. What? What are you doing? Panel three, RC blasts Firestar, surrounding her with a purple electrical field. Firestar stands in helpless agony. Firestar, no, stop. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> the Oscar goes to anybody but me. Oh, that was good. Uh, panel four, interior, the control room. Lancer sits at the main computer as RC appears over her shoulder. Lancer. Huh? Who's there? Panel five. Lancer turns just in time to be blasted by RC's shockwave weapon. Like Firestar, Lancer is also immobilized by a purple electrical field. Lancer. RC, what are you? Gah! It's curtains for you. It doesn't really... <laughs> screaming, yeah. screaming doesn't really work in the, in the ultimate <laughs> war voice. But anyway. Oh, no! <laughs> Jeepers. Yeah, that really, that really stings. Panel six. As Lancer lays motionless at her feet, RC looks back at the main computer terminal. Page 12, panel one. Chromia, Moonracer, and Greenlight rush into the room to see RC has destroyed the main computer. Greenlight. Hey, Lancer. Did you hear something? Oh, there's no milk in my cereal. <laughs> they took me lucky charms. Moonracer. What the heck? Lancer? RC? Chromia. Yep, I knew it. Panel two. Greenlight watches as Chromia dashes forward, only to be blasted by RC's shockwave weapon. Incompact in Incompactulating. Incapacitating. That's a $5 word, man. Incapacitating <laughs> Chromia with his purple electrical field. Chromia. 
I'll take care of this. <sighs> Green light. Chromia. Panel three, Moonracer fires a blast at RC, who dives to the floor to shoot down Greenlight. Moonracer. I don't know what you're doing, RC, but you won't get away with it. Greenlight. Oh, faith in Bacora. <laughs> Panel four, distracted, Moonracer looks down as Greenlight hits the floor, unaware that RC has trained her weapon on her. Moonracer. Green light. Panel five. From behind, Alita One enters the room to confront RC as she blasts Moonracer. Moonracer. Ah! Alita One. RC, what have you done? What's happened to you? Page 13, panel one. RC stands opposite Alita One. However, Alita One lifts her own blaster to shoot RC's weapon from her hand. RC. All other targets incapacitated. Focus, Alita One. Alita One. Chromia was right. Well, in that case, RC, I'm sorry. Panel two, RC lunges forward to kick Alita One's blaster from her grasp. Alita One. I don't know if Shockwave has anything to do with this, but I can smell his evil all over. Hey! Panel three, Alita One punches RC in the stomach, causing her to double over. Alita One. Something tells me you're as much a victim here as we are, RC, but nevertheless. Panel four. Alita One swings a haymaker across RC's jaw. Alita One. I will do what I must. Panel five. Alita One appears flabbergasted as RC's left hand transforms to resemble Shockwave's own laser hand cannon to aim towards Alita One. Alita One. What on Cybertron? Panel six, RC blasts Alita One with her shockwave hand cannon, sending her flying across the room. Alita One. Ah! Panel seven, RC stands amidst the unconscious forms of Alita One, Chromia, Greenlight, Lancer, and Moonracer. She lifts a single finger to her ear. RC. Phase two complete, shockwave. Shockwave emanating from inside RC's head. Excellent work, RC. Transmit your location at once. My soldiers will rendezvous with you immediately. RC. As you command, Shockwave. Page 14, panel 1, interior. Inside Decepticon headquarters. Caption. Another astro hour later. Splash panel. Alita 1, Chromia, Moonracer, Lancer, Firestar, and Greenlight are each trapped in a series of box-like computer contraptions, sealing each Autobot up to their necks. Several wires run from each of their heads and into a mainframe computer on the wall behind them. Shockwave and RC stand nearby. Chromia. Let us out of here, you Decepticon freak. Alita 1. Shockwave, what is the meaning of this? Shockwave. The meaning of this, Elita One, is that I intend to drain the data from your Autobot brain modules, data that contains sufficient tactical information about the Autobot cause. Moonracer. What? Panel two, Shockwave stands opposite Elita One, still trapped by her apparatus. 
Shockwave. Once my computer has depleted each of your minds of their analytical wealth, you will all join RC as reprogrammed sleeper agents, ready to send to Earth via the space bridge to assassinate Optimus Prime. Alita One. Never! Panel three, Shockwave pulls a switch which activates his machine. Bright lights and electrical energy flashes around the Autobot heads. Shockwave. Activation complete. Soon all of your knowledge will be mine. Elita one. <sighs> Panel four. RC watches on as the Autobots continue to remain painfully trapped by Shockwave's machine. Despite her still red eyes, RC appears distressed at what she sees. Moonracer. Chromia. Oh, my head. <laughs> the thick one's going to need more of our attention. Yeah. <laughs> Page 15. The, this, this one's diet is depleted already. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my data in, in uh, SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shockwave like hesitantly puts down a can opener. Sad he won't get to use. <laughs> Page 15, panel one. Sunstorm looks over his shoulder towards Shockwave and away from both Lancer and Firestar as their eyes dim as though the light behind them has been switched off. Sunstorm. Two down, Shockwave. Panel two. Likewise, Nacelle turns to Shockwave to report the same, as the light behind Moonracer, Chromia, and Greenlight's eyes also fades. Nacelle. Make that five, boss. It's coming. It's coming now, Con. <laughs> <laughs> Panel three. RC watches as Shockwave stands next to Alita One, now perilously close to being deactivated herself. Alita One. RC, help us. You don't have to obey Shockwave's commands. You can be your own person. Ugh. Shockwave. Preposterous. The data drain has affected your reasoning circuits, Elita. Nothing can do undo RC's programming. Nothing. I wrote it in C++. <laughs> <laughs> Panel four. <laughs> it's in bold. What? It's in bold. I was say, it's in bold. It's important. <laughs> <laughs> Comic book reasoning. <laughs> Panel four. Close on RC. Both Shockwave and Alita One appear as a reflection in each other's eyes. She also now seems more conflicted than ever. Alita One. No. No way. I'll find a way to stop you, Shockwave. Ugh. I'll put an end to your schemes for good. Shockwave. Foolish Autobot, your actions here are most illo illogical. RC. Huh? What? Panel five, exterior, a Cybertronian pit, millions of years ago, night. Flashback, RC in her previous minibot body faces off against Shockwave on a pre precarious bridge that spans the di diameter of a deep expanse. RC. Not so fast, Shockwave. I'm about to put an end to your schemes for good. 
Shockwave. Foolish Autobot, your actions here are most illogical. I didn't realize that was the same thing. <laughs> it's I okay. Can, I can I'm reread happy. that if you want. Yeah, I'm, let's do that. I'm, I'm, ha- I'm having some problems. I'm prob- like, I'm at the wrong. Yeah, I'm having some problems. I don't have a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> my mouth is in the back of my head. Yeah. For dominance. <laughs> uh, <all right. laughs> Foolish Autobot, your actions here are most illogical. Panel six. Still within. In the flashback, Shockwave, now in space gun mode, blasts the bridge apart to send RC falling from the bridge and into the void below. RC. No! Thanks, everyone, for joining us on this recording of Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute, this happened last issue. <laughs> panel 7, interior, inside Decepticon headquarters. Small insert panel, close on R.C. and her newly blue eyes. R.C. No! Page 16, panel one. R.C. turns to Shockwave. R.C. No, you hurt me, Shockwave. Rebuilt me, reprogrammed me to be your weapon. Panel two. R.C. lifts her transformed laser cannon hand to blast Shockwave in the back. R.C. No. No, no, no more. Shockwave. Ah, RC. Illogical. Now I wish it said she shoots him in the back of his head. (laughs) Right in the mouth. (laughs) Dominance. (laughs) (laughs) Panel three. With Shockwave down, RC fires upon the computer behind Alita 1 and the other Autobots, shattering its components to send sparks flying through the lab. Shockwave. No! Panel 4. Energy flows back into Firestar and Lancer's heads, igniting their eyes with light once more. Shockwave off panel. No! My machine! My data device! It's... Gone into reverse. Panel five, fully rejuvenated, Alita One, Chromia, Firestar, Greenlight, Lancer, and Moonracer burst free of the data draining device as Sunstorm and Nacelle move to attack RC. Ion Storm, Bitstream, and Nova Storm also appear ready for battle in the background. Alita One. You did it, RC. Moonracer. We're free. Chromia. Oh, yeah. Free to fight off some incoming deceptive jerks. Page 17, panel one. RC turns to blast Nova Storm through his chest with her laser hand cannon, tearing him apart as his eyes fade out to nothingness. That's how you know he's really dead. That's right. <laughs> it's your midst of destruction. Yeah, late. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap for Nova Storm. <laughs> he's, he's not coming back. There's too many fucking Storm characters. It's annoying. Storm, Storm. I was, I was Acid Storm. One is, yeah. one is literally just Storm with a little two at the end. <laughs> yeah. Storm, storm squared. Storm, Storm, Rainy Storm, Hail Storm. It might Storm Someone. later. There's too many of them. So <laughs> sorry, Storm fans. <laughs> the storm is over.
someone who is a big fan is out for a walk right now listening to this and they heard the death and they just poured their soda a little bit on the ground that's right <laughs> pulling out from my homies <clears throat> rc sounds good to me panel two chromia and moon racer lift the null rays from nova storm's body to blast ion storm into pieces obliterating him as rc fires at shockwave once more in the background, Alita One and Firestar have reclaimed more blasters to ward off Bitstream, Red Wing, and Acid Storm. RC. Shockwave, you'll pay for what you did to me. Chromia. You know, I'm starting to like her. Just shoot, just shoot at the one's name Storm. <laughs> <laughs> you have a one in seven chance. That's, uh, yeah, if you're keeping track, kids, that's Ion Storm and Nova Storm. <laughs> Dead as Dillinger. <laughs> they won't just gone murder happy with this issue. They won't be back. <laughs> There's more. There's plenty of other tetra. There's plenty of other tetra gets. Don't worry. <laughs> Panel three, with Acid Storm, Blackout, Hotlink, and Bitstream already fleeing through the building's rooftop aperture in their tetra jet modes, Nacelle and Sunstorm help Shockwave to his feet. Nacelle. Come on, boss. We gotta go. Shockwave. Yes, it is only logical. Panel four. Alita One watches with RC and Firestar as Shockwave, now in his space gun mode, escape into the sky alongside the tetra jet forms of Nacelle and Sunstorm. RC. Good riddance, Shockwave. Firestar. You did it, R.C. I knew you had it in you. Alita One. Indeed. However, Shockwave won't stop. We need to make sure what happened here never happens to any other Autobot. Panel five. Close on Chromia's smiling face. Chromia. Well, I have an idea about that. Panel six. Exterior. The Roads of Cybertron. Morning. All in their vehicle modes, Alita One squad, including RC, race away from the Decepticon headquarters as it explodes into pieces. Green light. Oh, looks like someone else will need a new base from now on. Moonracer. Happy house hunting, Shockwave. Firestar. <laughs> Page 18, panel one, interior. Alita One's underground bunker, control room. Caption, one Cybertronian cycle later. Alita One stands in the control room of her bunker with Chromia, Firestar, and Greenlight. Despite the room still being a mess, Lancer seems to have repaired the Teletran-like communications computer. Alita One. Okay, Lancer, we don't have long. Now that Shockwave has discovered this hidden base, we'll have to get back on the road sooner rather than later. Lancer. Just a few more Astro minutes. I finally got the comms back up and working. It's like, yeah, I've just waited long <laughs> enough and now it's happening. <laughs> I had to wait at least five Astro cycles. Yeah, <laughs> that's the ticket. <laughs> Chromia. And besides, we have to wait for RC. Panel two. Alita One turns to look off panel for RC while Greenlight and Chromia explain her absence. Alita One. Where is Arcee? Greenlight. 
Don't panic, lassie. Delita. <laughs> After I helped Lancer remove her Decepticon programming and weapon implants, RC decided she wasn't too keen on remaining as purple as Shockwave himself. Chromia. Yeah, she didn't want permanent reminder of being his unwilling double agent. Panel three, Alita one faces Chromia. Alita one. Oh, she's getting a new paint job? Chromia. Yep, Firestar and Moonracer were helping her with it. Should just be done by now. Firestar off panel. You're right, Chromia, all finished. Panel four, splash panel. Firestar and Moonracer stand behind RC presenting her new pink G1 aesthetic. RC has never looked happier. Firestar, so what do you think? Moonracer. <laughs> Pretty fantastic, right? <laughs> okay, Valley Girl Moonracer. No, like it's perfect, it's perfect for Moonracer, trust yeah. me. Like, especially with like the scripts we have coming up. Like it's it's honestly it's perfect. Because she's like Power Glides girl on the and then that one where they come on Barbie, let's go party. Where they like uh, uh, team, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where they where they like partnered them all up. So it was like Chromie is the tough one. So she was like, you know, interested yeah. in Ironhide and all this. Like Moonrace is interested in Power Glide. That's like, so what kind of person is interested in Power Glide? <laughs> she's, she's robot Astoria, so it works. That's awesome. Works perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Page 19, panel one. Alita One moves towards the new and improved RC. Alita One. Amazing, but why pink? RC. Because of you, Alita. You inspired me with your bravery and your inability. Wow. And your inability to accept defeat. So from now on, I want to feel that way too, especially after we crush the Decepticons and retake Cybertron. Panel two, splash panel. Alita One and RC are now surrounded by Chromia, Firestar, Moonracer, and Greenlight, each of them raising triumphant fists into the air. All Autobots. Here, here. Here, here. Three, two, one. Here, here. Here, here. Here, here. Oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ. That's terrible. Hey, girl, hey. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still waiting to do it for it to do itself. <laughs> Panel three, Lancer calls out to Alita One from the room's main computer. Lancer. Uh, guys, I've managed to trace the source of our mystery transmission. Alita One. Really? Then contact them immediately, Lancer. Panel four, from behind, Alita One, RC, Chromia, Greenlight, Moonracer, and Firestar surround Lancer as she works feverishly on connecting the computer's incoming transmission. Each of the Autobots look up towards its static-filled data screen. Lancer. Okay, here we go. Almost got it. Alita 1. This is Alita 1. Can you hear me? Repeat. This is Alita 1. Panel 5. Close on the data screen, its image is becoming clearer by the second, revealing the outline of a very familiar Autobot. Unknown Autobot. Greetings, Alita One. My <laughs> name is Magnus. <laughs> yes, we got, we got done nuts. Excellent. 
that's, that's who I want to lead my cause. Oh, yeah. Get out of that. <laughs> we need to hear Don Knotts say, I can't deal with it now. <laughs> page 20, panel one, interior, another Autobot base, full splash page. Alita One and RC's smiling faces appear on a data screen on the other end of the transmission. Watching from inside their own base of operations is none other than Ultra Magnus and Impactor. They stand before the data screen with Springer and a rotund blue Autobot known as Plod. Behind them stands Pipes and Swerve, and further in the background, both Whirl and Roadbuster look on. Ultra Magnus. Ultra Magnus, you're a hard bot to reach. <laughs> the end. <laughs> That's why I, I realized that you hadn't like asked me to do that at all. So I just saved it for that. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> I can't handle that right now. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta find Jack. I think he's I don't think he's gay. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, uh, well well done though jessica because you had a lot of like talking to yourself scenes in that where it's like alita one then rc then alita one then moonracer it's like they're all in there together but it was good <laughs> oh thank you thank you <laughs> i did actually i did want to ask you because you're such a like a mega fan of alita one um oh, yes how like I just wanted like your we wanted to try and like because this issue is sort of like the origins of RC basically and like the issue before that which was the cliff jumper one he has a flashback where basically like there's a, a female mini bot like with him and it falls down the cliff kind of thing and, and and at the end it turns out that Shockwave has like rebuilt that mini bot into RC and then of course this story happens where she's like the infiltration unit all that kind of stuff. But then by the end of this, we didn't like we didn't want her to be pink. We thought we'd make her purple because shockwave shockwaves rebuilt her and stuff, you know, like purple Decepticons and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So then we thought, well, we need a reason why she would then be pink. And we didn't want it to just be like, oh, because she's a girl, you know, which is I'm pretty sure the reason why RC is pink <laughs> anyway, yes. because they were like, we're making a, a, a female transformer for the movie. What color should she be? Oh, the pink. Um, I also think the uh, the fact that she kind of pulls a Princess Leia and yeah exactly and <laughs> has the Leia buns is also good. Yeah, well, that's why we did we did sort of put that in here. That's why she has like the plans. Like I've got the stolen mm -hmm. plan. I've got the stolen plans that yeah. I need to transmit. It's like yeah, that's her being Princess Leia as well. But mm -hmm. I thought, well, Alita One is pink, and that's what we thought. Like so, I just wanted as a, an Alita One fan, Jessica, whether that sort of made sense to you like rc chooses to be pink like a, almost like it's a tribute to alita one because she's like yeah like she's she's her optimus prime basically yeah i i love it and i think it truly makes sense like yeah she alita was that one person who kept believing in her was showing her kindness and you know there's that camaraderie and almost not like a hero worship but definitely wanting to pay homage to someone who you know means a lot to you and has impacted you and you know, uh, pink was never my favorite color growing up. I'm just going to come out there and say it. But as soon as I, you know, discovered Alita One and who she is and got into it, it is my favorite color. And it, it makes you feel powerful in a way. It's, it's kind of strange, kind of funny. You can like 
tap into that strength and that power and it you know <laughs> it means it means more than just the color it's like mm. it's what she embodies and I think that's what also spoke to R.C.'s characters like you know it's strength and independence and freedom which is what she's gained with Alita's help oh cool I always felt because it's tough because like mm. it's it's tough sometimes because we write these characters and when they're obviously they're female characters it's easy to be like well this is sort of what we want it to come across as but like mm-hmm. it's still you know like a couple of 40 year old dudes writing you know female characters so it is always still you do always have that like I hope this works like I hope this isn't coming across as too like I don't and, know and then you have me be macho man yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no, but I just think like I don't like that's what we wanted to get across, but then we also didn't want it to feel like it was pandering or kind of like or anything like that. So, Ham fisted. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully, yeah, I'm I'm glad though that it, that it seems to have worked. So. Hmm. Yeah, I I really liked it. I mean, I'm I'm pretty on board with it, and I'm gonna give it the official Alita one number one fan stamp of approval. So awesome. anyone else can suck it. <laughs> 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 Sorry, if people are still listening, but it's true. <laughs> You got to do the the V at the crotch. Would you say that though? Yes. Yeah. The DX. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I uh, I also like the um, the the whole the whole idea. I mean, because RC just kind of shows up, and she's just this, like a terrible. Uh, it's a pastiche of of the of the female version, and this kind of makes it a little better. Uh, yeah. I don't know why she would. I mean, she she doesn't let Hot Rod boss her around really. Mm. There's a couple of wrist grabs, but that's about it in the movie. Yeah, Springer's got the the what do they call it? Yeah, the Hasbro wrist grab or whatever. Sunbow, sun, <laughs> sunbow, sunbow, classic sun, sunbow wrist yeah, grab. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, so that yeah, that's that's what we're trying to do at least is, was and, and of course like that's not the last we see of Alita one or moon racer or anything like that. Like now that that was what we're trying to establish at the end there. Like they sort of had their own little like militia group, really, you know what I mean? Like they were sort of stuck mm-hmm. on their own and now they've contacted Magnus and impactor and all those other guys. So now they've sort of, um, they're the E team. Yeah. Now you've got like, <laughs> Charlie's Angels. It could just be its own show. It could just be its own show with with that theme music and everything. I would watch it in a heartbeat. (laughs) Well, so now, now if you look at some of the reanimated issues that we've released, there are now sort of we we go back and forth for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like there'll be an entirely set on Cybertron issue, and it's yeah, it's Impactor and Magnus and Alita One and all that. Like they're all one unit now, so um yeah it's like you know like meanwhile on cybertron this stuff's happening and then you go back to earth and, and all that I, I will gladly move macho man over to ultra magnus uh, if you get more girls next time by the way sure uh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely no i think you guys have done a really great job yeah like incorporating and kind of filling in those plot holes but like in a way that pays homage to what was originally set in canon but also in a way that makes sense and is very thoughtful and and exciting you know like fleshing out these characters that have not seen the light of day and should have and you know have all these new adventures and everything um i'm a really big fan of it so i'm really excited i could help be a part of it in, in oh, a cool. small way but <laughs> oh no definitely i mean we'll well as far i guess you're our leader one now so be ready for more uh 
I don't I don't want to do it for more calls. Yeah, <laughs> for more calls for <laughs> for the script. I uh, gonna have to gonna have to get um, over COVID and get my voice acting. That's stops. it. Toby and Jess, thank you both for uh, for joining us for this recording. You guys were great. You helped us out a lot. We really appreciate your time and your effort. Thank you. Uh, Toby, uh, why don't you tell the folks what you've been up to, how they can find you? I am Alpha Magnus, at Alpha Magnus, on just about everything. Uh, so Instagram, Twitter, and all that jazz. Uh, I am currently working on another Transformer costume. I recently did the... Uh, Macho Magnus uh, mashup on my uh, accounts, and uh, that was fun. It's taken the internet by storm. Uh, for a minute, it did. Yeah, yeah. It was they, awesome. Uh, I got, I got a in in. I, I so at the end of the Cybertronics pre-show, I I was told to stay, like, oh, hold up, Magnus, and I thought they meant like something they were doing at the end of the show. They literally came out and hunted me down and took pictures, so it was a little weird. Um, but. Yeah, so that's that's kind of what I've been doing, uh, cosplay and such. Very cool. Yeah. Now you have to get on that green light one. I'm telling you. I <laughs> <laughs> get on the green light. It's one, just sorry. a it's just a green light robot face, and then just the green tracksuit from Squid Game. <laughs> that's all and it you is. You even get big bags of like the Lucky Charms marshmallows themselves, and just throw them out into the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was passing out a uh, little Energon goodies. I had some uh, <laughs> some Slim Jims with my info on them well now you'll need uh now you'll, now you'll need miss elizabeth chromia <laughs> miss elite elizabeth there you go <laughs> there you go even better yeah. well toby i'll be sure to put all your stuff down below what what else did you have oh that was it okay yeah i'll be sure to put all your stuff down below jessica thank you for joining us um i think it's uh i think it benefited you to defect from canada to be on our show <laughs> it really did i think so i tapped yeah. into the guerrilla warfare energy how uh how can the uh the fans of the internet find you uh so you can find me by my uh pseudonym lita l-i-t-a and my handles are at la la lita l-a-l-a-l-i-t-a on twitter instagram and uh also i do a bit of writing so i write fan fiction on an archive of our own and you can read my latest work edge of oblivion on there as well cool name thank you yeah, <laughs> I yeah i'll put links to everything down below too so people can clicky clicky and uh you got anything greg no everyone knows where i am on funny no yeah. tangent all that sort of stuff check out if you haven't checked out the late the christmas issue uh christmas episode of autopod decepticast check that out as well because those guys oh, yeah yeah we're both on there yeah we're stupid yeah <laughs> toby and i turned up and uh and but yeah those guys have always been big supporters of ours as well so yeah check them out technically we didn't turn up characters from the universe well i was on i was on, i was on the show oh yeah you actually were on the show yeah making silly comments but uh yeah other characters that may or may not be you know related to us up here. <laughs> <laughs> Tracks as the we worked out that Tracks's uh, text specs should say uh, elitist warfare specialist. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys again for joining us. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.